Well, you don't eat the orange bird, you eat the citrus squirrel. to the latest and greatest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your host, Pat Chinetti, joined tonight by a wonderful cast of characters. First, from Sacramento, California, Dan Cohen. Hello again. Thank you for having me, as always. <laughs> best best uh, intro line ever by Dan. Uh, from the Commonwealth of Virginia, Joe Quattrochi. I've survived Bike Week 2020. I'm just in here to tell you about it. Fantastic. And from one mile outside the Epcot gate is Dave Koch. W6 of the Union Sent Dave. And we are all so lucky that you were sent because our lives are so much better because you are in it. Thank you. I meant nothing of that. I but I thought I'd at least start the show off nicely. No? You know, I don't have like that? that effect on people. You do. You have that effect on a lot of people. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's itchy, but I'm going to move on. Tonight's show is a blast from the past, and we are bringing back our top 11. Some people ask, why 11? I always tell them, well, it's because it's one more than 10. Duh. But you know what's not 11, but is number one, is always Joffrey's Coffee. For the best coffee and tea that you can get in the parks or at home, head on over to joffreys.com. Get La Cellier, get The Wave, oh, get Steakhouse 55, relive those Disney memories. See what I did there, guys? I went from East Coast, did a little West Coast, because that's what we got on the show tonight. But you can always relive those memories from your last Disney trip, getting something from joffreys.com Disney collection. Very simple, joffreys.com for the best coffee and tea at money can buy hey joe yes oh yeah today buddy well let's talk a little about my favorite thing <clears throat> excuse me and uh, i'm a little choked up about it because i'm so excited it's dvcresalemarket.com and pat on all of these shows we always talk about buying dvc but what happens if you're in that time in your life where you're looking to sell your dvc well you're in luck because our friends over at dvcresalemarket.com are looking for dvc contracts to list on their website uh due to the high volume of contracts recently sold dvc resale market uh, is looking for contracts to list. And if you list before March 31st of 2020, uh, DVC Resale Market will sell your Disney Vacation Club contract for only an 8.5% commission, which they say is 15% off the industry standard. There's no upfront fees, administration fees, or transfer fees. Super simple. The, the crew over there is awesome to deal with. Um, I mean, the, over 80% of their contracts are selling within seven days. So, I mean, like if you're looking to unload your contract, it's you're retired to Disney. It's not for you. These guys can help you out with this. So check them out. DVC resale uh, Give them a call. Um, if you want to call them up on the phone, it's one 382 7767 And tell them the Mickey dude sent you. Wow. That was really good, Joe. Thanks, you know, and here's the thing. I always think about it. And you're right. We always talk about buying. We talk about buying. I remember a little while back, I did talk about selling and that lasted for all of about uh, a week. And then um, I really wanted to buy more points. But it actually does make a lot of sense. Um, you know, sometimes you never know. You know, you want to sell it. Like, I, uh, like, life yeah, gets I in the way, saying, man. 
exactly. And sometimes you just got to sell and, or sometimes you grow out of it and your family gets a little bit smaller. You don't need as big of a contract. It's a great way to sell in DVC resale market.com will help you with all your buying and or selling needs. So like I said, gents, we are going with our top 11 tonight. We are doing top 11 classic Disney snacks. And no, we are not doing pineapple covered in turmeric. We are not doing kale chips, Dave, although we know how much you love them. Those are not considered classic snacks. So what I did was I, don't I know sent- what you're talking about. Yeah, whatever. Um, what I did was I sent a list of 18 um, snacks to the Mickey dudes. Um, and what I did was I went to reputable sites and I typed in, um, you know, classic Disney snacks, place like, you know, Disney food blog or all the years and things of that nature. And I compiled a list of 18. So here are our 18 snacks that I sent everybody and they had to rank them one through 11. Dole Whip, macaron from France, popcorn, Mickey pretzel, Mickey premium bar, cupcake of the moment, turkey leg, Rice Krispie Treat, whether plain or chocolate. Chocolate-covered pineapple. The Mickey Ice Cream Sandwich. Churro. Candied or caramel apple. The Chocolate Chip Cookie Ice Cream Sandwich. Awesome. Mm. Yes. Mm. I know, but I'm not sharing. You're right. I did put that. Uh, Cheshire Cattail. The Cinnamon Bun from Gaston's. The Carrot Cake Cookie school bread and actually i forgot this one and had to add it after i sent it out the citrus swirl so what i did was i sent those lists out they had to privately um get me Wait the message get, get me the... Well, I guess, yes you did right. well, then you didn't read the following thing so whatever um right, what i did was that's not on point which is neither here nor there so what i did was i sent it out to everybody and they had to rank them one it's through eleven everywhere Absolutely. Here and over there or everywhere or in your underwear. That's yeah. again Definitely. for Dave. All of the above. Exactly. That's why Dave is scratchy. So they would send it back to me and I would give them points. So if you ranked whatever you ranked number one, that would get 11 points. Number two would be 10 points. Number three would be nine points and so on and so forth. All the way down to your 11th ranked item would get one point. Does everybody understand? Yes, Mr. Gennetti. I, I hope so. You know what I realize? Like every now and again, I will actually listen back to the shows. Just to, I, and what I normally do is listen to the beginning just to make sure the mic sounded good and all that kind of stuff. And I always ask you guys if you guys understand, like you guys are idiots. You guys really, it's it's the teacher in me. Like I'm always like making sure you get this and understand this. And are we good? Do I have to differentiate? Do I have to do this? So if I ever get annoying with that, just tell me to shut up. Yes, Mr. Jenny. Okay. I was expecting Dave to say shut up, so... Um, I was waiting for it. You can't find me. All right. Um, So we have two that came in in honorable mentions. um, And I think they are very good. I like them both. Um, One was on my list. One was not. But the number 13, lucky number 13 spot with 23 points came the turkey leg. Now, I was actually surprised this didn't come in a little higher. I really thought it would crack the top 11. This is not an emu leg. This is a legit turkey leg that tastes like ham. And I never really understood it until one day when I actually had it. Um, 
it doesn't taste like turkey to me, but it's really good. I really like it. But at 1,100 or 1,200 calories per leg, even when you say in Disney calories don't count, this one I think does count. So Joe, what do you think about the turkey leg? So this is something that I used to have when I used to go to like the fairs, like the Meadowlands in New Jersey, or you go to a street fair in like New York. Like I kind of grew out of this from like high school. So <laughs> I haven't had one since high school. So I didn't even have this on my list. It's kind of, I, I enjoy looking at the t-shirts of people wearing them in the park, but to actually have one, it just doesn't really, it, it doesn't really, you know, that's a lot of beer and a lot of sweets I can have for what the calorie content is. I'm just, it's oh, not, it's, yeah, it's really not for good. me. It's not for me, man. It's a I'm, really good I call. Agree. Yes, you, Dan and Joe, you both didn't have it on your list, but Dave, you actually had it at number four. Um, so it was actually pretty high on your list. Why did you rank it so high? Well, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm really not a fan either. I ranked it higher because it is so iconic. Uh, I think everybody at one point should have the famous turkey leg. Yeah, it is full of calories, and you would think with turkey it really isn't, but it's uh, it's basically, uh, you know, you, you eat that thing and you feel your, um, your arteries clogging. Uh, but... Again, it's just one of those things that, you know, you need to have that clumsy, messy, you know, your hands are all sticky from the grease and everything because, you know, you've used 9,000 napkins and you don't have any more and, like, your hands are, the napkins are sticking to your hands because that's just part of Disney. It's just one of those things that, you know, everybody knows about the turkey legs. So they're expensive. Uh, so that kind of that kind of can be a hindrance, but it is. I, I look at it as a rite of passage. I kind I yeah, agree with Joe. I agree with Dan on this one. Um, I think it probably also came in um, last and all. Well, because well thirteenth because of the fact that it's enough for a meal. So it really don't look snack. at it as a very snack. good point. Yeah. Well, for, for Tim, it's a snack, but for the rest of us common, common folk, it's definitely not. Yes. So three of us out of the nine had um, had it on our list. And the only reason why it actually even garnered as many points as it did out of the three of us, we all had it pretty high. Michael uh, had it four, Dave, you had it four, and I had it fifth. But I had it fifth for the exact same reason, Dave, that you were saying. It's more iconic than, than me really craving one. So the other honorable mention that we have at number 12, um, Gaston's a cinnamon roll with 25 points. So again, I'm not really a big fan of it in any way, shape or form. I, to be honest with you, I don't even remember if I've ever had it. It's not on my list at all. So, but we do, I don't actually think now that I look at it, I don't think it's on any of our, oh no, Dan, you had it at number 10. So you had it pretty low on your list, but you're the only one that actually had it on the list. So give yeah. me a reason why you put it on your list. I like it better than the other things I don't like. There you go. It's and that's and that's I think a really good reason why it's an honorable mention. Is it's pretty good. It's you know it's better than you know some of the other things on the list, but it's just not enough to crack that top eleven because there was actually some points between them. Um, so these were honorable mention, but they weren't really close enough. They need a couple more votes to get in. Um, so let's go over our top eleven. One of the cool things was only one out of all 18 was on our all of our lists so all nine of us had it um there was one two three four five six seven eight nine out of the nine of us i had to keep counting that sorry there are three different four different number ones 
So two different ones had three as a boat um, as the top choice. Um, one had one vote and another one had two votes. So the number ones were varied, but then the top 11 was pretty solid. Um, they were on a lot of ours, so it was actually a pretty um, safe bet. You know, most of us put the same 11 on there. So at number 11, coming in with, I could actually see my points. I have two different sheets here because Michael came in late last night with his. So I had to redo my points. At number 11 is the macaron ice cream, not the macaroon, but the macaron um, over in France with 27 points. Five of us had it on our list. So I, like I said, I, um, I didn't have it on my list because I've never had it. Dave, you're the only one out of the four of us that actually had it on their list. You had it at number eight out of your top 11. So in your best French accent, I'd like to know why it's on your list. Is magnifique. C. No. Well, he did live in France. He did live in Paris for a summer, so actually, I lived in Lyon. Okay. So yeah. I would expect you, with that, with that knowledge, with living there, that you'd be able to come up with a little bit better of an accent or more of the language. Nothing. Yeah, I got nothing for you. Wow, that's. I gotta say, I, I've never had this before, and I'm googling it right now. And I feel like I've really missed something. It looks fantastic. See what they do? They, they do like a, there's a standard chocolate one that they have, uh, a chocolate macaron with the chocolate ice cream. And then they have a seasonal one. And the seasonal ones are hit and miss. I mean, in December, you're going to find peppermint and something like that. Mm, or like gingerbread with like a peppermint cookie or something like that. My cousin just had it last week. Uh, had some family in from... Uh, New York, and we were going around Epcot, and that was what he wanted, and I ended up taking a bite of his, and it was amazing. It was a raspberry macaron with, like, a white chocolate uh, gelato inside it. Yeah, and it had also, it, it also had, like, a strawberry jam mixed in with it, and it was spectacular. So this is one that Killing I would definitely right go back for. It's yeah, not I mean, I'm looking at of... this. There's like a peaches and cream one. There's a pumpkin spice one, which looks pretty good. I'm not Where, like a are we pumpkin are we spice talking, fan. Um, are we talking at the, about the, the seasonal uh, ones? The, like the artisan glacé place? Oh, so yeah. oh, you're talking about the seasonal. Okay, yeah. Okay. I'll be down with the peaches and cream that Dan just mentioned. That sounds yeah. Good. Yeah, that does. Well, that sounds refreshing. Like in the like in the middle like like in the middle of June or July when it's like really sweltering over there or August, I can really see that one being a good one. I'm kind of looking at my list right now. I'm like, crap, I wish I could swap something out right now for this. Nope, it's too late. One <laughs> shot know, and one know, shot I only. Um, I, I should say, and I should have put the disclaimer in right at the beginning. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, if you are hungry, you should not listen to this episode because now I'm hungry. So legitimately, I, I was a little bit hungry going in, but now thinking about the macaron, which I never had before. But again, I think it's just something that as I walk by, it's the line's always long, but I always see that it looks good. I, I got to get there. I guess I'm just going to have to do it. But you know, That's one of those places I feel like you forget that it's even there. I mean, yeah. I go to Epcot frequently now, and I forget that that ice cream place, because it's kind of off in the back and everything, and... You know, well, just imagine that the lines when Ratatouille opens. 
you know, that's going to drive business even up even higher. So, well, is it? Well, because I think the way they have the expansion pad, I think you're going to be entering that ride off to the side of Chefs de France. So, I don't even think you actually have to go into the pavilion. Oh, well, yeah. then if that's the case, you know, maybe it will hurt its sales. And then there'll be no line, and then I'll go. That'd be awesome. Uh -huh. All right. Jeff, Jeff had it um, at number four. So, actually, out of all of us, he actually had it the highest. So, number 10, this was controversial because Dave, right before we got on, said, I didn't even get this on my list of 18. So, Dave only got a list of 17. So, maybe this would have been higher. But Dan and Joe, this is your number one. So, coming in at number 10 is the world famous Citrus. Swirl. I That's guarantee you, shame. I would not unbelievable have on my that list. it's that low. I guarantee you, I would have not put it on my list. I know because we all know we all know that Dave loves the citrus swirl. So I'm going to say this I did right have now. it and did re-enjoy it, but it's still. Hmm. So I'm going to say this. I'm sure Dan will back me up on this. And I know Jeff, who's listening out there somewhere, is going to back us up on this. For Flower and Garden that just started, what is one of the big icons on all the merchandise? The little orange bird. Orange bird. Well, you don't eat the orange bird. You eat the citrus swirl. It doesn't matter. It's all part of the experience. Yeah, but Just they don't like have the... the citrus swirl at at Epcot, and I don't get it. Get why they don't. With all the orange bird stuff, it makes no sense to me why they actually didn't bring the citrus swirl to the Flower and Garden Festival. I, I agree they should. It's just like they have the Dole Whip over at the Polynesian. Yeah, um, it's dumb. I'm just saying, like, the... the you the can get gets you, no love. Yeah, you can get pineapple Dole Whip at the at the pine, pineapple promenade, but you can't get a citrus roll, and you can get all this orange bird stuff. It's it's a crime. Yeah, I, it boggles hey, the mind. Here's the, I here's the thing, and I believe this. I think I think the the common argument always is if you like citrus swirl you can't like dole whip if you like dole whip you can't like citrus swirl i disagree with that you know and i, I had citrus swirl at number six um it's not my go-to i will pick a dole whip nine times out of ten eight times out of ten over the citrus swirl but i do enjoy it it's not bad um i just don't i just wouldn't put it over the dole whip that's for certain i know why it's um, not at epcot now why there's no sunshine tree does it have to be only at the sunshine tree? Well, the little orange bird is in the sunshine tree. Little orange bird, little orange, little bird, orange bird in the sunshine tree, in the sunshine tree. Well, yeah, I can't think of the rest of the lyrics. All right, so oh. number nine, I'm just going to really go right to that right now. <laughs> Holy cow, that was, that was harsh. All right, <laughs> number nine. That's just I should just respond funny. to you and start like, right, talking you, like the orange but, bird. You you can't you're gonna you're gonna talk like the orange bird, but you couldn't talk in a French accent before. You make no sense. So at number nine with a 32 points is the Mickey ice cream sandwich, and six of us had it on our list. The highest it was was number three um, on a couple of ours, so that was actually pretty good. Uh, didn't garner any first place votes. Dan, you had it on your list. Joe, you had it on your list, and Dave, you actually had it on your list. I did not, and I'm just going to put it out there right now. Between the Mickey Mickey Premium Bar, which didn't make the top 11, I'm just ruining all your dreams right now for anybody that wanted the Mickey Premium Bar on the top 11. Pfft, not even there. And the Mickey Ice Cream Sandwich, both of them, you can get them at the store. And I'm not saying the ones you can get now since they put them out recently. They, they're not anything special. I can get an ice cream sandwich. I can get a chocolate or a vanilla ice cream bar covered in chocolate just about anywhere. 
Um, so I never really got the fascination behind them. I get it. They're shaped in the, um, you know, uh, the iconic ears and all that stuff with Mickey. But somebody, somebody tell me why this Mickey ice cream sandwich is actually even on this list. Anyway, go for it. Explain. I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, it's good. It tastes good. But I agree with you that it's, uh, other than the shape, it doesn't really lend anything special or unique in terms of the flavor. But See, who doesn't like an ice cream sandwich? I disagree. I kind of find I kind of find that um, cookies and cream that they have with that with the sandwich it just kind of that ice cream is just tasty. I, I like the ice cream flavor, so that's why it's more of the flavor. Yeah, but of the you, ice like cream. I said, you can you can get cookies and cream too. It's not yeah. yeah is it a? I think it's also proprietary blend. Maybe it's the brand or something, but it's also the way it kind of freezes and the way like it's when you bite into it at first, it's kind of hard. It kind of, it keeps its shape for a while that whereas the Mickey bar will start to melt really quick, that ice cream sandwich actually when you, you have to bite into it and it actually still holds its shape. So it's not like really it doesn't get really messy to eat. All right, Dave, I'm coming as your backup right now. I agree. I second that. The cookies and cream ice cream almost tastes almost tastes like a cookies and cream milkshake, like that's really ground up and they froze it inside of two cookies. Okay, I'll 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 give you that. that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's, it's a very it's very fine. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's not like cookies and cream ice cream where you got big chunks of like the cookies in there. It's a very fine like it's like it's hard to describe. But it's almost like a milkshake that they froze in between two two cookie sandwiches. I totally get you with that. It's it's all it's all about the texture. I think with this one. Yeah. I agree. That's why I had a number. I had, number, I had it at number five. So I th I put it in because I enjoy it, but it was also like uh, I. What did I have it, Pat? Uh, you, Dave, had it at number. I just lost it. I hate you. Seven. Okay. Yeah. There's a there's a reason why it was like in the middle. There's uh, there's other stuff that's better, but I don't know. It just it's a comfort food. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, at number eight. Now, Dan, this one, this one's really high on your list, and I think this is because it's. I think it's better on the West Coast. Not that I've ever been there. You're talking about uh, the churro. That is the East Coast. Yeah, the churro comes yeah. in at number eight. Um, it actually did pretty well on our list. Five of us out of the nine had it. Um, you had it at number two as the highest, but it also garnered a number three as well from Stephen. So I put it at number 10 because, again, it was more like the turkey leg kind of thing. I like churros. I think they're pretty good, but I did it more for an iconic thing, so I wanted it to be on my list. So, Dan, why would you have it so high? Well, one, they're delicious. Uh, two, I, I think that they're a good walk-around food. Uh, you know, they got the wrapper. They're, they're shaped like a stick. It's not going to get especially messy. Uh, but maybe I am a little bit... Uh, persuaded by my experience at Disneyland where you, you can get all the different flavors. There's special flavors where they put chocolate in the middle or the Dolce de Leche in the middle or whatever. I mean, there's just a lot of different varieties, also seasonal. Um, but it maybe it's just super popular on the West Coast, and that's usually my go-to when I'm at Disneyland. Dave, what about you? Because I, I am not saying that it was on your list because it wasn't. But because I know you've been out to Disneyland, um, is there a difference? There, you know? Okay, so I will put this up with, um, for aside from maybe like uh, 
a cinnamon roll in the morning every now and then or a piece of French toast. I'm really not a very big cinnamon fan. So that was one of the reasons why I didn't have this on my list. Um, I will say that I have had the ones at Disneyland and everything. And I did have the flavored ones and everything. And like I had a strawberry flavored one. And they they were tasty. It wasn't anything really to write home about. For me at for me at Disneyland, my thing my go to is the chimichangas or the or or the street corn that they have over there. Uh, but it Chiro's kind of just reminds me. Chiro's takes me back to like really long days of being nauseous at Six Flags. So I kind of just I think it's a mental block for me with these. Ah, good old Six Flags. Great adventure, you know? (laughs) See, not not everybody knows about that, but the three tri-state area guys definitely do. Um, See, as soon as you say Great Adventure, I automatically think of Action Park, and then I think of, like... Oh, don't get me started on Action Park. (laughs) We got to do a retrospective on that as, like, a side episode one day, just just to, like... I grew up 30 minutes from there, man. (laughs) Dan's like, what are you talking? Oh, about? I I know all about Action Park. Action Park. It was, it was the craziest place. They people they just didn't care. They're just like, yep, you get hurt. Oh well, no who cares. Traction Park. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and one of the things that doesn't make a lot of sense, especially with me, is our number seven pick. You know, because one times sometimes I say one thing and then I mean the other, and this is why my wife loves and hates me all at the same time. Number seven is the Rice Krispie Tree, and I totally understand that i just said before about the mickey premium bar and the mickey ice cream sandwich that you can get them anywhere and yes you can go buy rice krispie treats in a box in a store but i don't know there's something about them at disney the marshmallow might be sweeter there's a smell to them cover them in chocolate put something else on them and i I just love these things so i'm glad it came in at number seven i was actually pretty excited about this because i didn't really think this was going to be one that actually garnered a lot of votes um, for us, though. It did come in on five of our lists, um, and it actually was pretty high <laughs> on mine. Mine was number three. No, just kidding. Where did I put it? I don't remember what I put it in. Oh, number five. Sorry. Um, and so it was It was pretty good um, and pretty high up there. number four. So, oh, well, there we go. So... So Dan, you had it at number four. Yeah. Um, and I think you had it four. Chuck had it four. Steven had it four. So it was actually it was pretty good. It was pretty high up there. So I thoroughly think that um, it, it deserves its place. But Dan, what's your deal? Why why do you put it so high on your list? Uh, kind of what you just said. It really just takes you back to when you're a kid. I, I rice krispie treats are a thing that I would almost never eat at home. Um, you know, it's not a, you, you know, cinnamon roll, you might have one when you go out to like breakfast or whatever, but it's really, really uncommon to see like a good Rice Krispie treat. I like the whimsy of the different shapes. I like that they'll like dip it in chocolate or whatever. It's just really good. And it, it takes you back to when you're a kid and it feels like something you can really, you really only enjoy at Disney World. I mean, I know that's not expressly true, but it's definitely how it feels for me. I think it's, like I said, I think it's phenomenal. So, and I think I like the way you, what you just said. I think it is something that brings you back to kind of like your your childhood. And I think it's one of those those treats that you can enjoy going. You know, but I I will say this too. I know you can get it in a lot of places. 
but you have to get it on, on in Main Street and you have to get it at the confectionery and that's where I that's the only place I really I'm weird I, I gotta move on number six <laughs> speaking of weird this one I don't get all right this one I put in there just because the list that I looked at kept having it but the Cheshire cattail oh. um in what what's the matter Oh, I was like, I was like, I was like, what happened? <laughs> I was like, wait, oh, geez. Um, but actually, we had it on one, two, three, four, five, six. It was on six lists, and this is where Annie. She's this kind of fits her, because she's a little strange herself. She actually put it at number one. I had it at number eleven, even though I've never eaten it before. My oldest Alex loves it, so I, I kind of did it for nostalgia reasons. Um, but I don't get it in any way, shape, or form. Dave, you just said, did you say this was awesome? Yes. It's not on your list. It's I have it at number three. It's not on my <laughs> list because I'm not, I, I try to go for more savory than sweet, but it is an awesome, it is an awesome snack, and I recently just had it, so it's possibly that I sent you the information before I tried it. Ah, I gotcha. All right, Joe, why is it so high on your list? Well, it's just one of those things. First of all, if for like five, I think it's five bucks or something like that. Like, it's a great snack. It's going to fill you up. It's easy to share. And my wife loves Alice in Wonderland. So, like, that's the reason why I tried it. I just like the frosting. It's just, it's flaky. It's good. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things that I just, you like it. I mean, and it's one of those things that, like, I'm always going back to as, like, a, a go to snack. We always find ourselves on that side of the park. We're always by, like, by Tomorrowland or over by the Speedway. And, it's so convenient, and there's never a line for it. It's very underrated. So you can get in and out, get your cattail real quick. It's easy to share. So, yeah, I mean, I like it. I saw it. I was like, absolutely. I, I think that's I think that's the one thing. I think out of all the ones that we are on our list in the top 11, I think this is probably the most underrated. I think that's a really good way to put it. Um, it always seems to, whenever you see ratings on it, whenever you see videos on it from bloggers or whatever, people tend to enjoy it. So I think this is a really... Is a, is a good one that's underrated. Um, so number five on our list is the classic Mickey pretzel. This could be with cheese, this could be without cheese, this could be filled, it could be unfilled, however you want to do it. But this is again, I think one of those things that when you look at it, it's common, but I think it just holds a special place in everybody's hearts. With that being said, we all had it on our list, except Jeff. Jeff is the only one that didn't put it on the list. So the Mickey pretzel almost was one of the ones that was on all our lists. Um, and Jeff, as you're editing this, shame on you, Jeff. Shame on you. Shame to your cow and your pretzel. But Dan, you had it at number three. Dave, you had it at number three. Um, Joe, you had it at 11. So just on your list. And I actually had it at number seven. So Dan, number again, kind of like we go in with the classic pretzel because it's better on the West Coast? Or why do you have it so high on your list? Well, I don't think I've ever actually had it on the West Coast, but I that. I love a pretzel. And, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that you do when you're, like, out. You know, it's like a fair food. It's You go to a ballpark, you go to, you know, Disney or the theme parks, and it just it just tastes better. It hits you different when you're out. All right, cheese or no cheese? I go with I go cheese at the park. If I'm at like a game, I'll I'll go mustard. Nice, yep, I agree with that 100 exactly the way you said it, Dave. Why do you have it so high on your list? 
Again, I prefer the savory over the sweet, and it looks like Mickey, and it tastes like a pretzel. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. That's so that commercial means for they, it. you don't like the ones that are like sweet and like stuffed with cream cheese when they have those or whatever? If they're stuffed with the jalapeno cream cheese, yes, but the sweet cream cheese, I'm just, I kind of stay away from. It's not my thing. Um, all right, so this next one that came in at number four, my wife literally wanted to, like, she's like, I don't even know you. She's like, I, I'm like, I, she goes, we're on a break. Literally, she, Ross and Rachel, me because of this next one. Um, the classic popcorn, number four. It came in on all of our lists, except Steven did not put it on his. So shame on your cow as well, Well, he's, he's not from North America, though, so he's excused. Yeah, I kind of I kind of agree with you on that one, Joe. That might be that might be <laughs> his a tastes thing. are a little different. No, that that's a cultural thing. Steven, you're surrounded by idiots, but you're wrong on this one. I'm sorry yeah, to say. He doesn't like the Rosen Crown either, so maybe there is something that's kind of <laughs> off about him. So, uh, Dave, you were pretty high on this. Chuck had it at two. Michael had it at two. You had it at two. I had it at number four. Um, you know, so again, it's just one of those classic treats. I also got it, and this is going to sound funny, but you get the bucket, you get to refill, get to refill it the entire length of your stay for like two bucks or whatever it is. So I think that's just such a bargain, which makes it even better. Um, I so Joe, popcorn, you didn't have it as high high as say me or Dave, but you had it at number nine on your list out of eleven. So what's your deal with popcorn? Well, I mean, I like it. I mean, there's nothing better than the smell of popcorn on Main Street, especially when you walk from underneath the railroad station. Like, they, they hit you right there. Yeah. Um, but it's also one of those things, again, just like Dan said with, with the uh, with the Mickey pretzel, I can get it at a, a hockey game or a football game or a baseball game, so it doesn't have that. I can get it anywhere, you know, but it's good enough to make my list. I think there's other ones that are unique in Disney World. That's why I put those higher than the popcorn, but it still warrants a place on the, my top 11, though. Okay. Now, the one that I don't think warrants a top 11, but this ends up being a number three, which I just, I seriously cannot understand. It was on one, two, three, four, five, six of our lists, but it was two on two of the lists and three on, on uh, two other lists. The carrot cake cookie. Yes, it didn't amen. Make, it didn't make my list. It didn't make Dave's list. Dan, you had it at five. Joe, you had it at two. So, Dan, you and Joe are going to have to explain to me why this, out of all the classic snacks that I gave you, this is number three on all of our lists. So, Dan, Pat, why is before this Before they so do, can I ask yeah. a question? You could ask whatever you want. Does it still exist anymore? It's, that was going to be one of my thoughts, and, and actually I was thinking about this when I put it together, and I was like, mm, I can't actually answer to that question because I don't know. Um, it was famous at the writer's stop. Correct, but I think they still have it at um, Starbucks now. Um, okay. I could be completely wrong. It, guys, those of you in the social media world, Twitter, Instagram, hit us up. If you, it's still Care Kid Cookie, still there. Um, Trolley Car Cafe. There we go. To the trolley so, car, it is not exactly the same. So I think I think everybody that has it this high is probably with the the classic, maybe not what it is now. So it is still there, though. Is what you guys are saying? I mean, I they're both delicious. Yeah, there's yeah, I agree with Dan. Go ahead. I mean, it's Go ahead, Joe. Dan. Let me just and then I'll let you 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 follow up on me. I mean, honestly, like I love carrot cake. It's something that I've grown a taste for as I've gotten older. My groom's cake at my wedding was carrot cake. Um, Wait, what? My groom's cake. A groom's cake. 
You you, you had you, two you, separate cakes? Yeah, you didn't have that? Wow, that makes okay. a lot of sense. Now. That's a okay. thing. The grooms get like a little more, more of like a wacky cake, like a red velvet or like a, a cake shaped like a ball and chain or things like that. Yeah, they usually do it usually during the rehearsal dinner. That's when I had my groom's oh. cake. So well, hey, oh. I've been through I've been through I've been through two marriages, so and I've had two different cakes. So obviously, I don't know what that I'm talking about. So <laughs> I've never like, heard of that. That's a, that's interesting. That's pretty cool. Right, well, but um, and usually like the bride will usually get it for the groom. But anyway, so uh, I had carrot cake for my groom's cake. Um, it's something I enjoy. Um, had a lot of great memories eating carrot cake cookies at MGM. Slash Hollywood Studios. Uh, I love the cream cheese filling. It's just it's a fantastic um, snack, and it's also big enough where you could split it with somebody. I mean, Jen and I could buy one, and we're stuffed after eating it because it's so mm -hmm. heavy. Um, even with the newer version of it, um, Dan, I don't know what your thoughts on this, but like, I still like it. I don't care. I still, it's still not as good. Still, as how is it different? Good. Total. Okay, so the old one was like a lot more like a like an oatmeal cream sandwich, where it would be like the the carrot cake was kind of thin and it had like a little bit more of a crust and there was a little bit more cream cheese frosting okay. the new one is <laughs> thicker pieces of carrot cake and a little bit less frosting so the ratios are different See, so it's much more like carrot cake forward as opposed to like I think I would forward. like it better than the newer one then <laughs> they're both really good uh, for me I just have it's all about nostalgia for me I remember when I was on the American Idol experience and I, you know, I had to wait for my, for my, the final show or whatever. And we stood there and like kind of hid it out of the rain in, in that, um, writer stop. And there was like a kid licking the condensation off of the pastry case. Um, <laughs> like Sorry. full on like coronavirus unsafe, leaning into it, just licking the condensation off. Oh, and, gross. I still ordered my carrot cake cookie. That's dedication, brother. I like it. It was, yeah. <laughs> that is uh, just. I have a picture of it. I'll I'll tweet out the picture of the kid. Please, I, I just kind of snuck do. a picture of the kid licking the, the pastry case. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so seeing the world we live in right now, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, because I'm just completely envisioning it, um, and then. I can picture it, my wife, if it was one of my kids, and my wife going absolutely utter ballistic. Oh, it was exceptional. People people were, like, staring at the kid, and the kid was just... He had, like, his forehead on the glass, and he was just licking the, the, like, I got, the I've got to see this, brother. i got to see this. I'm, I'm going to... I'll tweet it out. This is that. Yeah, seriously, that is fantastic. And how old is All this right. kid probably now? Oh, now probably like fifteen. I mean, this probably, was probably in jail by now too. He <laughs> <laughs> might be. A, this was, uh, gosh, I want to say two thousand and thirteen, maybe. And he was a kid. That, he no, was he wasn't. Eight, so he's probably more like he's probably more like eleven now. He was a kid that was caught licking the ice cream and putting it back into the uh, the freezer at the grocery store. <laughs> I was going to ask. You had more to pay reparations. More importantly, how did you do on the American Idol experience? Oh, I came in second, so I won my I won the my first round, and then on the the final show, I came in second what did you to sing? a guy that sang "Sweet Home Alabama." I sang "Go the Distance." Okay. Oh, I I'm sorry, you just for singing that, you should automatically have won. That's what I said. I just can't believe we actually have a singer on our show now. <laughs> yeah, because whenever I was singing, it's not really considered singing, but whatever. All right, so number two. 
so we only have two left, obviously. When I say number two, boy, that was pretty obvious. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Um, the Both of them got three first place votes. This one got a number two, got a first place vote from me, from Jeff, and from Michael. And I am not sharing this one. No way, no how, no chance. Warm chocolate chip cookies, freshly baked with vanilla ice cream between them. The chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwich came in with 55 points for our number two. It is absolutely delicious. It was on everybody's list. But again, Stephen. Stephen, honestly, I just, I don't even know you. But anyway. So, Dave, you had it at five. Joe, you had it at four. And Dan, you just squeaked it in at number 11. But for those of you that have been with us for the four years that we have been doing this, this is a big joke that um, Animal King, we were at Animal Kingdom Lodge, my family and I, and there was an ice cream sandwich and I ate it and Tim just accused me of not sharing, which is not true. I will share with my kids, but probably just not this. Um, Do you growl if so... they try to get near you? Yeah, pretty much. When it comes with this, yes. But I, last trip we were on, we tried the churro one. It's not as good. It was okay. Um, but we went to try little bites and it was nice. it was okay. Um, but um, you know, I still I still go with the tried and true warm chocolate chip cookies, vanilla in the middle. Uh, it's just it's it was like I said, it was number one on my list, and it was it's just so good. And now I'm starving. Dave, uh, Joe, why do you guys like this one so much? I mean, it's I mean, you <laughs> it's an American classic. I mean, yeah. I had I had both ice cream sandwiches four and five, so obviously I feel pretty strong about them. Um, it's just good. I mean, it's. Uh, I feel really strong about the three that were ahead of it because I had the citrus swirl carrot cake and a Cheshire cattail, so uh, which I really strongly feel about. But yeah, this is a classic. I mean, it's how can you go wrong with it? Same way, oh. with, same thing that Joe said. I'm total agreement. The only thing maybe is that after a while, it kind of does become messy. I think that's why I kind of like the um, Mickey one over this one. But even if I had it, had the other ones ranked a different way. It's more of the uh, classic Walt Disney World uh, look to it, so. <laughs> Sorry, not laughing at the answer. Dan just sent the picture of the kid licking the thing. <laughs> oh my god, it is awesome. You can see the, you can see like the trails of where he's been licking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is classic. Um, Dan, yeah, we got we got to put this on our Twitter feed. Um, you can't see his face, so it's fine. It's not like we're uh, we're trying we're not defaming him, yeah. Correct, you know. So, but that is classic. Love I'll, it. I'll wait till the the show posts and I'll put it up. All right. So <laughs> I just it just popped up. <laughs> should, that, should, that should be the that should be the thumbnail. Oh, that is just awesome. Um, but speaking of like you know licking things, obviously number one it was on all of our lists and it is the classic. Absolute number one, without a doubt, not even close. It had 70 points, and when Michael got me his list late last night, um, it didn't matter what he voted, how he voted, if he left it off. He did, and he didn't leave it off. He put it at number 11, but it is the classic Dole Whip. Um, it is phenomenal. Get it over at the Polynesian. It was better when you could, you know, pile it as high as you want. But it did get three first-place votes, one from Dave, one from Chuck, and there's Steven coming in with something that is actually, he sounds pretty smart with. Um, I gave it number two. And actually, if you looked at my my scoring system, there was a one there originally, and then I changed it to the chocolate chip cookie sandwich. I know it's heartbreaking, but um, it's just that good. Dave, you, you put it at number one. Why? 
What was it? I hate you. The Dole Whip, David. Oh, well. I like pineapple, and it's delicious. He's not the number one color commentary guy for nothing, folks. He just comes in with that descriptive detail every single time I ask. Hey, Dan or Joe, you guys had it at number seven. Somebody save the Dole Whip. It's our number one snack. It can't be just, it tastes like pineapple, and it's delicious. I mean, I think it's, oh, sorry, Dan, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I, uh, I'm just, if I'm choosing between Dole Whip or Citrus Swirl, I go Citrus Swirl. I prefer oranges to pineapple, but it is unique. It, there's nothing better than, and I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Disneyland for a moment, but there, there's really nothing better than, uh, getting the Dole Whip as you're waiting to go into the Tiki Room and just, and eating Dole Whip at the Tiki Room. That is. I wish they would such do a that in, great experience. in uh, Disney World. I was just going to say that exact same thing. Because no. in Disneyland, you have to go inside to the Tiki Room uh, courtyard to get it with the less of a line. Exactly. Go on the other side, all the, tour- all the tourists are uh, lined up. The locals go inside and get it that way, and it just works so well. I will, I will say that I find this to be the most refreshing dessert out in Disney. Um you mix it with the dough with the float that the uh, you have the pineapple juice if you're gonna get it as the float the, the juice is tart but not too not almost not sour like the um, citrus swirl it's like you the you mix the juice with the really sweet uh, soft serve and it just kind of just uh, just rolls that rolls down your throat it's just it's just smooth going down it's just delicious on all fronts. Now, Dave, you, you, you're, so you were talking about you know, being refreshing. I mean, I find the citrus roll refreshing. However, um, it is refreshing, but I actually like it with the pineapple cake that comes with it. Now, I know oh, that's yes. kind of altering the snack, I know, but since we're talking about you having it with the float, the citrus roll with the pineapple cake is fantastic. That's my go-to. Um, I also want to add, and I don't know if it's something – if. You know when they say when you go to a baseball game the hot dogs taste better at a baseball game than they do when you make them at home. I had a citrus swirl when we I was in Hawaii with Florence and Jen and. Wait, did you have a citrus swirl or a Dole Whip? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, a Dole Whip. I'm sorry. When we went to the Dole oh, Plantation, fuck. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And with the fresh pineapple in Hawaii, it was it was even better than it was in Orlando. So I mean, I'm just saying that if you get the chance to go to the Dole Plantation with the fresh pineapple, it is absolutely amazing. And that's what I was definitely going to say is that I think the Dole Whip is one. It's so classic. Everybody just thinks of Disney World when they see the Dole Whip. And it, it's it's it can be transformed into different things. So with the pineapple upside down cake, with the float, I like it plain with just the pineapple. Or I also like it swirled with vanilla ice cream. So I think it's very versatile. And I think it's absolutely 100% deserves our number one for our top 11 of classic Disney snacks. But hey, you guys in our social media world, you could differ with us. Um, you may think something else is number one. You may think that we're crazy and that, you know, something that was a candy apple that only had 16 points or the chocolate covered pineapple or the cupcake may be number one. And we're just crazy like Steven. So let us know. Let us know what you think on Twitter. Let us know what you think on Instagram when this show comes out. Joe, how can everybody reach you on the interwebs? Uh, Twitter, Joe Quad. Do most of my postings on Instagram at Joe Quad and also over at the resortloop.com DVC Roundtable. Dan? You can find me at, on Twitter at Beefy Disney. 
football bit. Dave. Find me on Instagram at Figments Reality. I swore off Twitter right now. Well, it swore off you too. And you can find us all on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes and find Instagram. Me on Twitter the Mickey also at Figments Reality too. So. <laughs> you could also find me at Daily Walt Disney on Twitter. And where can they find 24 you hours? since I stepped on you? But you're used no, to getting care. stepped it on. It's, it's whatever. You can find me at Daily Walt Disney on Twitter. Where can we find the Mickey 24 I'm, I'm Dave, I'm really just, this show's over. Forget it. I'm not even going to give you the goodbye line anymore because Dave just likes to step on me all over the place. But whatever. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year we're thinking about Disney. Let us be your weekly fix. Until next time, see ya. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.